If you haven't yet joined my course, Shadow Stalking 101, you can do that through the show notes. You can also go over there and just see what is in store for you in that course. This is one of my foundational courses. And one of the prerequisites for my course, the Wounded Healer Advanced Studies and Coach Training in Archetypal Somatics. So if you're interested in having a line of work that is heart-centered and about shadow stalking and somatic shadow integration, you might want to check out my courses. So I hope to see you there. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. First off, I just want to thank everybody who came forward or reached out to me around my headaches to send me well wishes. That was really kind. And it's nice to know that we're here for each other uh, as companions on the road, the strange trip that, um, you know, it's really important for me to just to stress that I'm not I'm not smarter or better at anything. I'm not an expert at anything. I, I'm just like you. We are peers. And, and the, maybe the slight difference of me with somebody that um, I work with, a client, is that I have a lot of experience. I have a lot of experience. I've dedicated my life to, to inner work studies since I was in high school. And... I was a weirdo at that point. I was in high school doing yoga at a time when there were only really grannies doing yoga. And um, there were no yoga studios at that point. There weren't even yoga mats that are sticky. There were just, I had a, a kind of a fancy, um, almost like a mini futon that I used in my yoga classes. So... Uh, you know, I have a lot of experience and that gives me an ability to be able to talk probably ad nauseum. I mean, maybe I'm talking about the same things over and over in this. I'm I'm up to 80 something episodes here and and you've probably heard me say the same things over and over again. Um, but I guess what I wanted to just sort of intro here is that I'm just a person who has a lot of experience and I get headaches and thanks for caring about me. <laughs> That's really what I wanted to say. So let's just continue on with this idea about who we are to each other in the world, who, what our relationships are about and, and how do we do them better and, and have a better time with them and how do we come out of polarizations and conflicts and get peer to peer with people and our and our archetypal energies i mean really we want to be we want to be companioning and peer to peer with anything we're experiencing we want to um demote 
people like presidents of the United States and doctors and lawyers and anybody with higher education. We want to promote anybody that we think is beneath us, like people who commit crimes or um, uh, a big thing is to sort of pity people with mental illnesses or physical challenges, you know, people that are in wheelchairs. We want to promote people that we have felt superior towards, uh, you know, crappy people in our lives. We want to be equal. And no matter what your gender is or your your ethnicity, we want equality. This is This is probably one of the most medicinal things you can do for yourself is come out of superiority or inferiority around what success, money, vocation, what you're doing for a living, you know, you come up a celebrity, whatever it is, anybody you think is better or not as good as you, you want to get out of that trap and make this a level playing field. We're in this together. Now, the next part of that is instead of finding experts to help you run your business or um, tell you how to, you know, use your mind or, um, get fit, you want to have companions and guides and people who have a little bit more experience than you, maybe to show you what to do. And even then what you want to do is use your own discernment to run that through. Now in the episode, intuition turned on. I talk a lot about the difference between future tripping and intuition and and this is where discernment gets you know important to kind of pick apart here is that your fear about say what a medicine is going to do to you or what the government is doing to you is not intuition. If it's in the future, if it's bad, if it feels bad, it's not real intuition. If it feels good, if it feels right, if it feels yes, then it's good intuition. Even if you're dying and you're on your deathbed and the intuition is, oh, wow, this is going to kill me. I'm going to die. It's going to feel right. It's not going to feel like you're suddenly afraid and future tripping about your death. This is is a really important detail here that that I I don't know how to um, get across more than I do, but... There's so much polarization in the world. There's so much um, choosing sides and uptightness and protesting about things and just sort of a general misalignment with reality or I've got to fix the outer world to make myself feel better. I promise you, no matter what you do, where you go, what you fix on the outside, you're still going to be the person inhabiting that body. So you might as well do the inner work first and get somewhere that way. Part of making everybody your peer, your companion in the world is that it makes you connected. And it also makes it possible for you to get some real good, juicy spiritual humility. And that's a virtue. That's a real virtue. That's not a false virtue. Having, having some, being humble in the face of whoever you think you're talking to that they're doing a bad job of doing whatever they're doing, getting humble and, and bringing yourself down to your knees in a way to dynamics and situations is probably one of the 
the holiest things we can do while we're incarnated. I mean, we've got real work to do here, right? That's why I stress the inner, do the inside, inside first, always inside first, inner work first, so that you can get clarity and that whatever work you're doing in the world, whatever person you're in contact with is more hearted and more connected so that you're, instead of polarizing, you're connecting and you're collaborating. Humility helps us with that. If we come out of superiority, even if we're a so-called guide or somebody with more experience, um, I would just dump the word expert. If you're using that, if you're using the word expert in your work, just dump it and, and be like the martial artist who spends 30 years just to even be able to say I'm a teacher. Um, be like that. But the humility here is really important to our soul is to come out of superiority this is like this is the great connector the great the great um soul grower if you meet somebody who's acting arrogant or like they're the savior of their people or their family or their culture or they're the big cheese the big honcho you know they're they're what they're hiding is just as deep inferiority feelings um, and they may not even be aware of it. I mean, really, the more selfish people you meet are probably the, the least aware of how much self-hatred and inferiority they actually feel. So humble, being humble and having some humility, I don't know what's going on here. Like, get out of that whole thing where you think you know what's going on. You don't. I don't. You don't. We don't know what's going on. We're... Um, somewhat in the dark. So that's why we don't, we don't want to act like we know. Get out of being an expert, get humble, and then start connecting. And when you connect, then you can actually serve people. You can actually help people by stopping thinking you know something. And, you know, as a person like my me, myself, I probably come off like I have a lot of authority and authority is fine. If you have authority over a, some content or a subject, that's fine. Um, I don't think there's a problem with having authority. I mean, we wouldn't want to go to a teacher or a guide that didn't have some authority over the the subject or some content. I mean, that's you get some authority when you've got some uh, experience, but you don't get authority from um, degrees. You don't get authority from arrogance. You get authority from, you know, like doing a good job at what you do, having having a good, um, you know, you get your authority from people telling you that they're appreciating your work or that they are getting some, they're being served by your work. That's where your authority comes from. It doesn't come from you. It's the peer review. It's just that, the peers are not just the people that are in the same line of work as you. The peers are all the people. All the people. All the peers review you and give you authority and say, yeah, you did that. You're doing a good job at that. Keep doing that. This is helping me. That's where you get authority. But you don't have to be arrogant about it. You can, you, you, And you don't have to fake it. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to act like an influencer. Get on there and do all the right marketing things 
to start seeming like you know more than you know, it's so unsustainable and so fishy. I mean, you can smell it a mile away when the fish, you know, the fishiness of someone's fake authority or false expertise on something. It just looks, it looks, it usually looks stale. I mean, one of the things about it is it's like cookie cutter. It's a copycat thing. It looks like everybody else's thing. It doesn't have a freshness to it. It doesn't have a a clumsiness ever. There's like, there there's this editing going on, like edit, edit, edit. So it's not clumsy, you know, perfectionism and all of that stuff. So just be clumsy. Be like a real person, you know, be peers with your, the people that you're, you're serving in your life, be their peer and, and, and really honor the mistakes and the, the false steps. And rather than being problems or something that isn't a big embarrassment, oh, I did that wrong. Just go, wow, that's, that's me getting humbled. That's me being dropped to my knees and uh, being being put back in my place somehow at some place I, I need to go backwards a little bit here I need to start at the beginning again I need to have beginner's mind I need to get fresh I need to start over and be reborn here in this moment one of the luxuries about of of being out in a rural place sort of in the wilderness is you get to see weird stuff happening. And I have a little peek of my dirt road. And I just got to watch somebody drag a tree off the road and sort of down a ravine. It's probably their house. I, I can't tell. It's really far away. But but uh, it just reminded me of this conversation we're having that, oh, they're still going. They're still dragging tree parts down the road and into this ravine it must have fallen over in one of the most recent storms um but if you're not cleaning up your own stuff if you're just i've talked about this in the the episode handmade life i think that's what it's called um this is one of the greatest things you can do is stop thinking your important thoughts or your writing or your career is the most important thing but also the episode chop wood do the dishes like get down on your knees and do the dirty work make sure your hands are in the dirt at least once a week that you're doing the dirty work if you're hiring maids and you're you know or if you're avoiding it and just leaving messes whatever it is make sure you are dragging the trees off the road so that your neighbors can drive by the next time they need to serve your community by getting by picking up the trash you know do the things that you can when you go to the beach and you see trash if you stand there and you go god those you know those jerks leaving just pick up the trash and take it to the garbage can just stop making it about judgment and start making it about putting your hands in the dirt and doing the work of the the most get as low as you can in order to be equal responsible for this matrix we're in for this landscape we are in together thank you for listening to the synchrosoma podcast 
I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.